Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's take a trip to the phone line to be joined by our first guest of the day. He is a former NFL defensive back, a two-time Super Bowl champion. You can also catch him on CBS Sports HQ. He also is the co-host of the All Things Covered podcast with Patrick Peterson. Bryant McFadden joins us on the show today. Bryant, good morning, man. How's it going? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, Karen, for having me on. Absolutely. Let's start with this. Give us your team that you think is flying under the radar. Give us the team that you think the media isn't paying a whole lot of attention to that you think can have a big season. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's take it up to the, the, the old black and blue division, and uh, I'll go with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, when you look at their division, of course, the headliner is the Green Bay Packers, but collectively speaking in the entire NFC no one has really given them a legit shot. You know, you see that you hear the same household franchises being spoke about in regards to potentially getting to the Super Bowl. You know, the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Packers, heck, even San Francisco. Uh, but if you look at their personnel on both sides of the football, along with the experience, man, if they stay healthy, uh, I know they have a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell. I mean, the sky could be could be the limit for the Vikings. I think when you look at the NFC, you make a really good point. I think there's four kind of cream of the crop teams in the preseason. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and the Niners. And then everybody's sort of looking for, well, who's going to be that team that emerges? Can any team sort of crack that tier one? I'm really high on the Saints. That's kind of my team that I think is flying under the radar. If they can keep Jameis Winston healthy, we'll see what happens with Michael Thomas. But really good offensive skill position players, really good defense, productive quarterback if he's healthy. My team is the Saints, but it's the same concept you're talking about with Minnesota. Outside of those four teams, none of us really know who's good. Exactly, and I, and I love it when it comes to uh, the narrative in the NFC because, yes, you have the four teams that the consensus would all say that is the top four, but after that, you know, you, I, I agree with you. I like the Saints. You know, one concern that I have with the Saints is finally seeing an offensive structure without Sean Payton. How will that look? You know, how, will the chemistry be there? Will the efficiency be there? But personnel-wise, especially with Jameis being healthy, a healthy Michael Thomas, you look at adding Jarvis Landry, uh, Chris Olave via draft, and the defense has always been a stout unit over the last three-plus uh, three plus years. That defense has always been a top-level type unit. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. And, 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 of course, they have the best team in the division number in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers just can't beat the Saints for whatever reason in the regular season. Brian, when you played, did you ever have a situation like that? Because you're right. For whatever reason, I can't explain it because the Bucks have been better than the Saints since Brady has taken over. But for whatever reason, they just have their number. Did you ever experience that in your football career? Not as consistent as what we're seeing 
with the Buccaneers. Like you said, the last two years, the Buccaneers have been a championship-caliber team. Heck, they won a championship in the last two years. But for whatever reason, when they play the Saints, the, play, the Saints take it to a whole other level in New Orleans or in Tampa. And they're very weird, weird to see, especially when you look at Tom Brady and the success he's had against almost every team in the National Football League. But for whatever reason, he tends to struggle against the Saints. Right now we're talking to two-time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden joining us on the show today. All right, so we talked about a team that you think is flying under the radar. What's a team that you think is overrated this season or a team that you think is going to take a major step back from what they did last season? Wow. Wow. Good question. I think I'm not going to say they're overrated. I think they're rated just where they need to be. But doing what many people think they will do this year, the the expectations, I don't think they will come to fruition, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. I think if the Chiefs, if they're not careful, they could be the third best team in the division. And that is saying a lot. I know people listening to us right now might be like, man, B-Mac, you don't know what you're talking about. And I might not, but that's just my personal opinion. But here's why I feel that way. When you look at that division from top to bottom, let's just start on the defensive side. If you had to rank the Kansas City Chiefs defense, best case scenario, you might put them third. Best case scenario. And I think that has been an Achilles heel for their team, even with all the success they've had, that defense has been the one thing that has kind of slowed them down just a little bit. Then secondly, life without Tyreek Hill. They can say whatever they want to say about the cheetah, but when you have the fastest man in the National Football League on your offense, defenses, defensive coordinators, they have to play you differently. They have to because that man can take over a game by himself. Heck, look at the 13 seconds in the, in the, champion, in the playoff game against the Bills. Tyreek Hill basically took over in those moments of that ball game. But not having Tyreek Hill, you can kind of go get you can go at them differently than what you were able to do when he was there. So me personally, that's the team. I'm not saying they won't be successful. I'm not saying they won't be a playoff caliber team. I think they'll make the playoffs. But I think that's the team when you look at the expectations, they might not be able to reach that line. Brian, as a corner, as a DB in the league, who is that guy that gave you fits? You mentioned Tyreek Hill and we certainly have seen Tyree Kill give cornerbacks some hell over these last few years in Kansas City. Who was that guy that just you always had good competition with, good battles going up against? I mean, every guy I played against, man, in that era, they were straight dogs. You Steve Smith Sr., you know, Chad, uh, you, you got Marvin, you got Reggie, you got T.O., you got Moss. But one guy that I still have nightmares about is freaking Jimmy Smith. From Jacksonville. I caught Jimmy Smith at the end of his career. And if I caught him at the end, I don't want to see what he was like. I wouldn't want to see what he was like in his prime years. Jimmy Smith was a straight dog. The best comparison I can give you of who Jimmy Smith was when he played, when I played against him, is Jamar Chase. The similarities are there for me. Very, very strong wide receivers can create separation, outstanding reliable hands, a, an enormous catch radius for guys who are not 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and just big-time playmakers. Jimmy Smith, in my opinion, I understand he has some issues off the football field, but he was a Hall of Fame talent. Brian, I want to get back to what you said about Kansas City and the division, and 
it's hard for me to pick against a team that's won that division six years in a row. At some point, the other teams have to prove it to me. Mahomes is sitting at 21-3 and three in that division, never lost a road game. I know none of that matters moving forward, but when you've been that good in the division, it's kind of hard to completely write it off. If you don't have Kansas City or think that they could potentially lose the division, which one of the other three teams in the AFC West do you really like this year? The Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers. I mean, it's time. If Justin Herbert is the guy that many people believe he is, this is his time to state claim on that division. I'm high on the Chargers because of their quarterback. I'm high on the Chargers because of their offensive structure, the personnel. But I am extremely high on the Chargers because of their additions on the defensive side. If those newcomers can live up to the billing, they're going to be outstanding. Defense win championships. I understand it's cliche, but it's real. At some point in time, your defense will have to step up and make plays, especially in January football. And those two edge rushes they got in Mac and Bosa, pick your poison. Add in J.C. Jackson, one of the best ball-hawking corners over the last four years. This man, this man got 29 picks in four years. That's not by accident. And he wasn't a four-year starter. Think about that. Adding a healthy Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., on all three levels defensively, that unit could be a dominating presence for their defense. So me first for their team. So that's the team that I'm, I'm highlighting, I'm circling to have a huge year, the Chargers. Brian, I want to talk a little bit about your career. And you went to Florida State, were drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. What was more nerve-wracking for you? Was it your first game at Florida State or was it, or was it your first game with, with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Mm. First game Florida State because it was a real game. The first game with Pittsburgh was a preseason game. So, yes, it was nerve-wracking because I finally got to that level to play uh, in the NFL, but it was a preseason game. You know what I mean? So, Florida State playing in my first real game when it was for real, it, it meant something record-wise. And, of course, you know, moving forward, I think I'll go that direction. And, you know, first preseason game, granted, I was extremely nervous in the first preseason game because I'm like, yo, I'm finally here. I was, always, that was my childhood dream, making it to the NFL. So being able to do that and accomplish it, I'm like, yo, I'm finally here, but don't screw it up. But it was a preseason game. No, and that makes a lot of sense. I'm just thinking of, you know, the the history and the tradition at Florida State and you hop on the field and normally, you know, you guys week one would always play some big time opponent. It'd be that Labor Day weekend. You know, everything's kind of going there. There was always a lot happening with Florida State whenever you were there. Oh, yeah. Back, back back in those days, Bobby wanted to play the who's of who. Didn't care. Any any given time, whoever, we go to you, we, we'll come to you, you come to us. Bobby wanted action. He was looking for smoke. He was looking for all the smoke back when folks wasn't really looking for smoke. And that's who he was as a coach, and we and we, and we, we, we loved that about him. We, we want to play whoever. You know, some powerhouse powerhouses in college football want to wait to week three, week four to play against a, a top rank. Nah, back in those days, we start off, let's, let, let, let's get Miami week one. That's what we started to do towards the end of my collegiate career. We're going to start off with Miami. And, and we loved it as players. We were looking for it. From someone who played in some of the most intense rivalries, I mean, you played, in, you played for the Steelers. You guys had some battles against the Patriots. You guys had some battles against the Ravens. Where do you rank Florida State-Miami in terms of intensity in games you've had the chance to play in? Oh, back in those days, man, that you're talking about the who's of who. So during my mind, during my tenure at Florida State, the Miami guys we played against, all right, <sighs> Kellen Winslow Jr., Vince Woolfolk, Andre Johnson, Roscoe Parrish, 
uh, Dorsey, McGahee, Portis, Gore, Rowe, Reed, the late great Sean Taylor, Jennings, Vilma, DJ Williams. Uh, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. That's just off the top of my head. And then you talk about some of the guys we had. I mean, it was star after star. Uh, I was looking at a, uh, it was the 2002 game a few weeks ago. I mean, half our entire rosters from both sides made it to the NFL. And we had some guys who didn't even play, who weren't playing yet, that eventually got to the NFL as well. So back in those days, those rivalries meant something. Those were, we, we call those money games because if you want to solidify yourself as a potential, you know, draft pick, you ball out against Miami. And I'm pretty sure they had the same mindset playing against Florida State. And that is Brian McFadden joining us on the show today. Former NFL defensive back, two-time Super Bowl champion. You can catch his work on CBS Sports HQ. He also is the co-host of the All Things Covered podcast with Patrick Peterson. Brian, man, really good talking to you, man. Thanks a lot for hopping on with us this morning. Anytime. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 